I'm Tyrone. And when I'm not fucking wise, long dick style, I'm checking out Don Knotts and Bumps Hollywood, Pico Vision Radio. Oh, yeah. And smoking's bad, motherfucker. You are now tuning to Pico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. You're now rocking with the best. Looking for the realest motherfuckers on the net. Street certified shit, nigga, this is it. That Clico Vision Radio shit is lit. Bumps Hollywood, Don Knotts be the shit. Number one podcast, now it makes sense. Got them in the zone, now they telling all their friends. Listen one week, then they listening again. Sound way better on the second time around. Sound way better when the record's playing loud. Real hip hop, not the same mainstream. Not the same names with the lame 16s. Round the whole world. They should all take heed If they ain't real They should all pay fees It really ain't a fight When you train And you came to win Get ready Let the games begin Motherfucker Alright ladies and gentlemen Welcome back Welcome fucking back ClecoVision Radio Back from a goddamn hiatus Episode number 41 I think Nah 42 42 40 fucking two. Uh, no, we're not even going to talk we about shall never speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She might show up on the lost tapes. <laughs> Speaking of the lost tapes, it's perfect segue. <laughs> uh, this past week, 15th anniversary of Nas the Lost Tapes. And what were you doing when that came out? I don't even remember when that shit came out. <laughs> Smoking that weed, yo. Sipping that drink. Um, um, I'm saying, honestly, by that point in time, I heard every one of them fucking songs anyway. So there, like, there were a few. There there was a total of, what, what did we say, 12 songs on it? Yeah. I would say probably eight of them were supposed to be on the I Am double album, which was pushed back numerous times, and then they ended up making it a single album. And then put songs like You Won't See Me Tonight on there. And, uh... Fire. <laughs> shit was kind of hot. <laughs> shit was definitely the Bon Jovi sample. I don't give a fuck with nobody. Oh, yeah, sample. Runaway, right? Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said when it first came out. Um, but, yeah, there, there was a couple other songs that ended up on I Am, which uh, weren't on the original version of it. But, um, like I said, a handful of these songs ended up... Um, uh, going on the lost tapes like your papa was a player uh, project window uh, Ron Isley nah that wasn't on there that was yeah, on the was. album that was on the real album project window was on the album no that was actually on Nostradamus yeah 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 okay alright um, lost tapes had fucking do rags which was fire that, that was a new song but that shit was on mad mixtapes prior to the lost tape shit. I heard that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. mad times. Yep. My way, my way was mad hot. Gotta love it. Heard that shit mad times. Yep. Fire ass beat. Yep. Nothing lasts forever. No ideas original. Heard that shit mad times. Blazer Fifty was definitely supposed to be on. I am. Yep. Black zombies. Yeah. Everybody's crazy. Purple, Purple. which was a classic. Yep. Drunk by myself was definitely mm-hmm. off. I am. And uh, the fetus was off. I am. And Papa was a player. Uh, I don't. I don't think that was on I Am, but classic track. It was supposed to be. Well, yeah, obviously wasn't on there, but I didn't. That was that era. I don't yeah. remember that from them mixtapes. Yep. But regardless, yeah. So 15 years later, 
uh, lost tapes, but it gives us a perfect opportunity for Don Nas to drop to his knees and suck off Nas. <laughs> Pause, right? <laughs> so here we are, the fucking long-awaited Nas episode. So let, let's talk about what if I Am came out the way it was supposed to. Uh, shit would have obviously been better. would have been a double album. That shit came out... Um, in an age after double albums had already so it wasn't like innovative to have a double album because Wu-Tang Forever already dropped he probably just felt dropped. the need to have to do it after uh, right. Wu and Big did it yeah so it's not like it would have been like earth shattering tracks were hotter um, that it, it would have been off. better than yeah would have been better but it still wouldn't have been um, I don't think I am as a classic Nas album it's not like it's, I it's fuck a, with it's it. It's a solid album, but it's I wouldn't. I would I would say that his last album was even better than I am. Yeah, definitely. His last album, his first album, stillmatic. It was written. I am might not even make top. Well, I guess it probably could round out top five, but it's a uh, you know, and that's like stretching. The the thing that sucked about it was by the time it it actually dropped, you already heard half of the album. Right. And, and then, like I said, like the You Won't See Me Tonight was really the only... That and the Scarface song and the DMX one were really the only ones that you didn't hear already. Right. But that was in an era where you needed the Timbo track anyway. Yep. The Scarface track was fire. Yeah, no, it was. It was. So I wasn't mad about that. I remember when um, Nas is like dropped, I was like, oh, this shit's about to be a classic. Do you remember the commercials that would come on BET where they played like 20 seconds of the song and they just showed like a picture of the the, the Queen Street? I vaguely do remember and some And they just played the first shit. 20 seconds of it and right when the sample dropped, they played it for like two seconds and then cut it off. Yeah, vaguely. It was an ill time. I think it was like 99, probably. No, no, no. It was uh, 97, 98. Going into 98. I was, I was in 11th grade at the time. Sitting in Joe Ficori's car. Shout out to JoJo. Shout out to JoJo. I don't think it was, though. Yeah. Well, it definitely was in 97. I bet my goddamn life on it. No, we, I remember going to Uptown Sounds again, the Roscoe CD. Shit dropped fucking April 6, 1999, ladies and gentlemen. Tusk got to get his shit straight, fake-ass Nas fan. <laughs> Hold on, then Nostradamus was 99. Okay, all right, yeah, now you're right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, shout out Joe for Corey anyway. <laughs> I was still sitting in his car <laughs> with the Roscoe CD. Yeah, so maybe the Roscoe CD dropped 98, but the, the official track. Uh, the, yeah, the Roscoe definitely came out in 98. Official album dropped 1999. So, yeah, that, at that point in time, you needed a motherfucking Timbo track. You needed a, a, a Down South track, and it gave us that. But not to say the shit wasn't fire, you know what I mean? Like, the New York State of Mind Part 2 was classic shit. Yeah. Um, we Will Survive, classic. Ghetto Prisoners, classic. I Want to Talk to You, fire. Dr. Nakpu always hated that shit. Life is what you make it, fire. Mm-hmm. Big things, down south shit. Terrible. Kissing. That shit was that, that shit was mad. So the shit, Undying yeah. Love was classic. Yep. Money is my bitch. So it was definitely a solid ass album. Yeah. Uh, Bottle it right now. I would say four. Really? You yeah. would go four and a half on it? I would say four, just because 
I, I guess I'll go in between the two, but yeah, it, maybe maybe a four. It just it's not what it could have been. So right, yeah, it was def- to me. It was definitely like a definite four. It's not timeless, which unfortunately a lot of albums from that era aren't because they have that like early 2000 slash 1999 sound where it's like doesn't sound as hot like and that's partly uh, uh, a strike against Timberland like his beats were mad innovative for the time but then they sound mad dated now yeah you know what I mean whereas you could throw on New York State of Mind right now and the shit's still fire you throw on that fucking you won't see me tonight shit sounds mad cheesy 1999 yep so and that was actually supposed to be a single off that album. I don't think a video ever came out. Like, I, what was it? After uh, Hate Me Now was on I Am, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, You Won't See Me Tonight was supposed to be the third single, and I think they, they didn't put nothing out after Hate Me Now. Yeah, definitely not. Um, I remember being mad pissed. I was online fucking back when AOL was popping. Straight dial-up shit. And I saw on some website that um, I Am was only a single album and that he just did a song with Puff. Mad, Mad pissed. pissed. <laughs> Mad pissed. Hell and then yeah. I heard it and I'm like, what the fuck is this? But now... You ain't fuck with it? Not at first, nah. Like, now, definite classic. Like, no doubt about it, but... Yeah. It, it was just different than anything you've ever heard from him before. Yeah, he was lashing out, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like the album in general was slightly different than anything we heard before because he came off back-to-back classics. Yep. So then you got, like, Timberland beats. You got some, like, even, like, the the DMX shit. Like, the, the song is hot, but the beat still sounds a little dated right now. You know what yep. I mean? So, like, I don't know. It was on some uh, tone and poke shit shout out to him Pope. did but they produce that i feel like they probably had a hand in this album let me pull up the uh the, what what one i say uh the dmx shit no les actually produced that shit uh, yeah you know what i think he did most of the shit on that album i don't even think track masters were on there now yeah they I did money is my bitch actually which is surprising and dr knock boots which is not surprising we will survive track masters which i didn't know of them as like really sampling i always thought they were like on some fucking triton keyboard no no nah, nah, they were they were sample heavy like all of it was written was mostly all samples and they they produced that whole album did they? Yeah, we're gonna have to do a Trackmasters episode two. I think we've talked Yo, about it in the past. I was definitely thinking. Shout out to Title. I got the free fucking membership right now, and they got mad ill playlists like based off of producers and like you don't even know sometimes. You know, what I mean, especially producers that don't have tags and shit. Yeah. Uh, so we back then to, nobody did tags though. Nah, no. Nah, at that point, no. You just knew Primo because of the hooks. Um. And Rizzo because it was Wu-Tang. <laughs> and Timberland because it didn't sound like anything else. Yeah. But yeah. So we should we definitely need to shift gears towards like producers. We're both producers. We can have a lot of insight. Plus the tracks that we play are gonna be fire because like, you know, people have catalogs that are deeper than I even knew yeah. or realized. So um Yeah. Shout out to the motherfucking track masters, because they did do a, a fair amount of it was written. I just pulled it up. So, 
So yeah, we've talked about every Nas album except the Lost Tapes. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck that album. Man. Nah, it was, it was it was pretty solid. It was, it was solid. solid, but once again, it's it was kind of, throwaways. I mean, but they were fire songs. But it's just like, yo, I heard them shits for like two summers before the shit dropped, yo. Yeah, but even even more than that. Yeah, I well, think. obviously, like the fetus and shit like that. But like the newer shits, like everybody's crazy and um, no ideas original and shit. Like them shits were on mixtapes for like two solid summers before Lost Tapes. Yeah. So if you live in like Oklahoma, you're welcome for the Lost Tapes. But <laughs> for like New Yorkers and shit, it wasn't really nothing. That's true. It was like a fucking wasted tape. So, uh, yeah. Except Purple. I didn't really hear Purple like too, too much earlier before that album dropped. And that was a fire asshole. I remember even having Gotta Love It on, uh, it was a mixtape. It was called Nas 2000. And the shit came out in like 97. It was before the Roscoe album or anything came out. Oh, yeah? Yep. And uh, I, I, I was always wondering why I ne- like it never appeared on anything and then fucking en- and ended up on the Lost Tapes. Um, Probably like a sample issue or something. The, the good thing about that album is there, there was a lot of like unreleased shit that was now mastered and had great sound quality compared to... All the bootleg ass mixtapes we heard most of the shit off. Hell yeah. Shout out Jay Love though. Jay Love deserves a big ass shout out for the Nas Finest fucking mixtapes. This guy put out classic shit. Um, had Nas fucking doing drops over the cordless phone. Sounded <laughs> mad shitty. I wonder why Jay Love's quality always sucked though. It was trash. Jay Love was probably recording in his fucking mom's brib, yo. Shout out Jay Love, though. I haven't heard anything. He hasn't done a mixtape in years, I feel yeah, like, this right? This guy has not been on the face of earth since we seen him at Justo's. I don't even think I was there, but you seen him at Justo's. I, I met him a few times, too. Nah, yeah, the last, nah, I think last time we heard him, you seen him at Woodbury. <laughs> Definitely seen his fat fucking... <laughs> this guy's about to beat the shit Definitely out Definitely gonna have to throw hands with Jay Love, yo. Alright, so if you ain't noticed right now, we 13 minutes deep and don't have a fucking song playing. That's because <laughs> we we hit a we had a bit of a dilemma. Let's pull back the curtain and just tell the truth to the fan. Um Nas's catalog is mad deep. We got two fucking strikes against us. We weren't really Shout out to, to Universal Music. Shout out group. to Universal Music Group. So we didn't really want to play like the hits, you know what I'm saying? So we wanted to play unreleased shit. Um but it's hard, like, really to choose, so... We're just gonna spin the wheel of fortune, and what you get is what you Hell fucking yeah. get. Maybe what we should do is just, like, say, fuck it, let's just go on this rampage for, like, 45 minutes to an hour, and then just throw on five tracks back-to-back, yo. Fuck the format, yo. I, I agree with that, but I need to get a refill on my fucking drink. I don't want a Bud Light. I've been drinking fucking liquor. <laughs> This All fucking right. guy drinks Bud Light. He's trying to disguise it in his Sponsor, little red yo. cup. Sipping on that lean, yo. <laughs> Sipping on drink, yo. All right, so fuck it. While Don Nas goes and gets a refill, I will just, you know. Talk shit. Throw the show on my back <laughs> and keep the shit pushing. So, Nas, uh, every, everybody that listens to the show knows I'm a, I'm a super Nas fan. You know what I mean? Um, Nas was one of my earliest... Um, inspirations in the rap game simply simply put i was put on to nas by my upstairs neighbor my man curry goat aka crazy hot rest in peace him and his man tico uh came through with the motherfucking illmatic tape 
around the time we was playing Beavis and Butthead on Sega Genesis. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know what I mean? That, that shit was way better on Genesis than it was Super Nintendo, too. Yeah, nah, that shit was lit on Genesis. Yeah. So, yeah, Illmatic, you know what I mean? Drop around 94 and changed my fucking life, y'all. Shit. I don't know. Like, I could just relate to this guy. Never stepped foot in Queensbridge, but this guy put me on a park bench on 12th Street. And... Like, I'm not a fucking idiot, so, like, I appreciate <laughs> people that aren't idiots, you know what I mean? Like, and Nas Thank you a, for laying out that disclaimer. Yeah, for the, for the new <laughs> listeners. The, the Trill listeners already know I'm a fucking brilliant, brilliant guy, but... So, it's like, I like artists with levels to them and shit, and Nas was able to kind of transcend the bullshit at the time. You think back to 94, you still had Daz effects out. You had uh, Busta Rhymes uh, out. You had, like, bullshit uh, artists that were just relying on, like, what do you, gimmicks and shit. You know what I mean? This guy just came out spitting straight bars. So, like, I wasn't around at the the time of Live from the Barbecue, like... I'm not gonna lie and be like, yo, I, I discovered him on live. Ninety percent of Nas's fans weren't. Yeah, probably not. But I like when Illmatic dropped. I heard the album and I was like, yo, this shit is fucking crazy. Like this shit is my my new favorite rapper. And then I just like, you know, patterned my whole rap shit that I wanted to do. Literally, I would like write shit down it in a notebook that he would say and i would like write down how his rhyme scheme went you know what i mean like literally really? like dissected this guy shit yeah because the shit was crazy to me and it wasn't even that like like uh deep or anything in terms of like the schematics behind it, it was pretty much just rhyming the last word you know what i mean he wasn't yeah. on no like crazy rhyme scheme shit but like just the way he did his shit i felt like was like perfect because it wasn't he didn't he was using he was using like words that the average rapper wasn't using definitely was using using different words yeah he had an elevated vocabulary compared to everybody else pretty much it wasn't it wasn't to the point where you couldn't understand it and you couldn't decipher it but it was it it wasn't your fucking bum stickity bum shit definitely wasn't which i needed to never hear again after (laughs) hearing him at it um, funny for me, as much as a uh, diehard Nas fan I am, when I first heard Illmatic, it was way over my head. I was in like seventh grade. You're not brilliant, you know? <laughs> apparently not. And how the fuck were you in seventh grade? You heard 90, it mad late? This shit dropped like 94. 93. What? Oh, 94? I think it dropped like 94. Yeah, nine, I felt yeah like 94. I like fifth grade or some shit. Maybe, yeah, I think, what, what, what month did that come out? <laughs> the fuck <laughs> would I know? <laughs> All right, so. How the fuck Either way, I was, I was I in sixth or seventh grade. Uh, fucking, I'm 35, man. Life is a blur at this point. I have a fucking excuse, but even so, it, it, it was over, it was definitely over my head. Wasn't fucking with it at first. Um, later on, my man Marlon, firstborn, don't know what the hell happened to this guy, but definitely a great rapper himself. Another one who uh, pretty much, I, I don't want to say copied off Nas, but was advanced because of Nas. Right. Um, kept telling me, you need to check out Nas. You need to check out Nas. I'm like, yeah, I, I did. I, I don't get it. 
I don't get it. And then finally fucking started listening to it. And then uh, I would say right before it was written came out, uh, I, I think I heard, uh, what was it, the, uh, the Escobar season freestyle, the, the Kid Capri shit. Right. Um, and I'm like, all right. Then fucking I, I hear If I Rule the World, and I'm, I remember the first time I heard that shit, I'm like, So you wasn't fucking with it till uh, it was written, was out? I, it was I, like two years later. No, I'm, I'm saying it was like right on the tail end of the whole Illmatic era. Right. And then like once fucking uh, It Was Written came out, I was like on the bandwagon at that point. Right. I was completely sold because I, I was like totally fucking Wu-Tanged out. That's yeah, the, yeah, that, that, we that. all were though, because Wu Tang dropped like '93, and then so they actually dropped before Illmatic. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's like um, they were kind of gimmicky too. You know what I mean? But I was still a little kid. I didn't really mind the gimmicks, but Nas just like elevated this shit. So he wasn't on no like um raw raw like a Dungeon Dragon on some Buster Rhymes shit. He wasn't yeah. on some like. Uh, old dirty like uh, like <laughs> this guy was just rapping to you you know what I mean like talking to you and I was like yo this shit like that's why I like I wrote his shit down literally you know what I mean but so no, yeah, I, I would definitely say he is he's the first person that made me start listening to hip-hop for the lyrics and, and literally deciphering what is going on yeah but so the thing too is like him and big did that for me too and that's why I like like a lot of people, I feel like you're one of the big haters, right? You hate Big. I don't hate Big. <laughs> I just don't think he's as great as everybody makes him out. To right, be. but Big on his first album, you know what I mean? He definitely was on some lyricist shit too, but he had more swag than Nas. So like, like if you listen to like Respect by Big, he's talking about like being born and shit. And Nas tried that shit like five years later. You know what I mean? So like that's why I give Big a lot of credit too. Like they they both elevated lyricism. To another level, but I, I definitely feel like Nas was far more advanced as a, lyr- a lyricist than him, though. I feel like the thing is, it's tough because he may have been more advanced as a lyricist, but Big was like a better like rapper because he had more swag. So like, Big was like cooler than Nas. Nas was never really cool to me, but I feel like um, I related to Nas because I felt like he was more because I like. Um, I'm not that rambunctious as I come across. You know what I mean? A lot of times I'm just on some like laid back chill shit. And I feel like Nas is on some laid back chill shit. And Big and every other rapper at the time was on some like flamboyant. Let me be as loud and as big and bigger than life. And I was just like, yo, I'm just here chilling. Mm-hmm. This is me. This is my story. And that's the end of it. You know what I mean? So I related to Nas on that level. Yeah, he wasn't trying to be fucking Mr. Cool Guy. Yeah, he didn't really seem like... He wasn't really trying to be super gangster until, like, it was written. On on Illmatic, he was definitely just telling you, like, yo, I see this shit. It wasn't like, yo, I'm moving keys. It was just like, yo, here's a whole story about me just talking to my friends that's in jail. You know what I mean? Like... All right, so let's talk about the transition from Illmatic to It Was Written. Nobody remembers this, but I remember mad people hating It Was Written off the simple fact that he turned into Escobar and he was That was right where I was going with it. Yeah, I knew you were. (laughs) Why? Why were people hating? Yeah. I don't know. It was a fucking fire album. I still fucked with it, but that was on the, like, cusp of, like, 
internet message boards and shit, you know what I mean? The mad nerds just, and I was one of them, just sitting there like typing like, fuck this guy, he sold out. Because, like, he want to rap about, like, and he showed up in a leather suit in the video and shit like that. That wasn't even a big deal to me at all. Like, not to you, but to, like, and, but maybe you, because you kind of were late to the party, you know what I mean? And when you see this guy in, like, an army coat in Queensbridge, and then you see him in a leather suit in Vegas, it's kind of like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It actually wasn't leather, it was pink linens. That shit was and the dude who was leather. leather. No, it definitely wasn't leather. This Red fucking guy, was every fucking... fact he's dropping is wrong at this point. Red yo. leather was not street dreams. All and right. the dude who was in the video with him just croaked like a week ago, I think. Well, shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> yo, mad people are just dying in the past week. I just had fucking, like, a dead body fucking shot and dead found in my apartment complex, like, hours before I got here today. From the fucking hood, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, so a lot of people wasn't really fucking with it. was written off of just, like, the simple fact, and that's that bullshit backpacker mentality. But, but once you, like, listen. The, when I, the first time I heard the message, I'm like, holy fucking shit. Right. Like, that I the feeling that song gave me the moment it the, the the first three seconds you heard that violin just gradually fade up right and then when the beat drops nothing like that has hit me in like twenty years yeah I'm saying the way that did the whole album I remember enjoying that album at my godmother's house because I got sent away from my mom's house for boning a chick. <laughs> Age of twelve, she's like, "Yo, you're not staying here no more. You gotta go spend a summer with your grand, with your god." Who, who was she? Who did she got bones? Yeah, Andrea McNeil. Yo, shout out to you. Yo, straight <laughs> humped her, mad awkward, just laid in it. <laughs> she's like, "Is this your first time?" I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, it is." Told some, I forget who I, t- but basically what happened was my sister had a a, a friend who was gay. And I feel like, you know, back then we was all bragging because the whole team ran through Andrea McNeil. Yeah, I wasn't going to repeat her name again. <laughs> yeah. Defamation of character. The whole team ran through Are that. you friends with her on Facebook? <laughs> Is she still alive? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Does, she, does she still live around here? No, no, she follows the show. Are you serious? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so long story Got short. Got to get up for this lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Long story short, like, we're all bragging about it in our little hood, which is Huntington. Shout out, Huntington. <laughs> Reminiscing of Queensbridge. Shit is now called Mountain Brook trying to <laughs> sugarcoat the fuck out of that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, shit got back to my sister. <laughs> and then she told my mom, and then my mom was like, yo, you're staying with your godmother for the next month, yo. Your summer is over, yo. Is that the one who lived on Mill Street? Yeah, she out to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she follows the show, right? Die definitely. Literally, shout out to die. Shout you out to that. you, die. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't even know where that tangent came from, but <laughs> that was the summer. It it was wit. It was witting. <laughs> this guy's mad drunk. Hammered off piss water. That was the summer. It was written dropped, yo. So, yeah, that album was fire to me. Obviously, I gave you power as regarded as one of the best concept songs ever, and I don't think that's like an overstatement. I feel like it was the first of its kind, really. I don't know if it was, but it was the most important of its kind. There may have been some before that that we're not familiar with, but definitely. 
the like a pivotal moment in hip hop. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, classic album. Five bottles. Are, liter- are we literally like going down the whole discography? Uh, right why now? the fuck not? All right. Well, we already did. I am. <laughs> so we we we. So Illmatic five bottles. It was written five bottles. Definitely five yeah, bottles. Fuck what anybody said. Yeah, what did the source give? It was written. I think four and a half. Right. I don't know, they was probably hating on that shit too. I'm gonna check this shit out right now. But there was no real soft ass songs on there. Like Black Girl Lost, one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah, great concept. Like the the shit that he said in it was unbelievable. Um a lot of people didn't like uh Nas's coming, but that, I thought that shit was fucking fire. That was to me that was the weakest song on it. Nah. It wasn't it wasn't horrible, but it was just so different than anything else on it. And I think it, it kind of stuck out like a sore thumb to me. I, I honestly didn't like suspect. I didn't think that was hot. That to me was the most underrated song on the album. Uh, that I was just about to say right before you said it, that was the sleeper on there to me. Yeah, I didn't really fuck with it too tough. I'm trying to find this source rating. I can't find it right off top. Rolling Stone gave it two out of five stars. If that means anything. It was written? Yeah. Hell yeah. Whoever the fuck made that rating up, um... You should schedule an appointment Yo, at Clego Vision Media Group with this me. Is we how need to the, sit down and discuss this see, debacle. This, this is what I'm talking about. This is how the article ends. That, um, that the the rest of it and written it was written sounds written. lazy and automatic. Just the latest blatant example of trashy tough guy talk. Automatic because fucking skills came natural to this man. Yeah. I don't know. So, it, obviously, it, I don't think it was getting rave reviews at that time. Spe- All right, so speaking of hating on Nas, like, we're, we're going to take a fucking turn right, right now before we move on to the next album. Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. You heard his comments, right? Like, two weeks ago? Uh, refresh my memory. This guy, I don't even know what brought this up, but it, it, it's, it's been big in the headlines about... He was quoted as saying, Nas is not relevant anymore. Nobody listens to Nas. Nobody cares about Nas or something along those Man, lines. Fuck these guys, yo. <laughs> what, like, what do you feel like? Because I, I know you like to stay like up to date with fucking everything that's going on and stay in tune with the youth and shit. But right. when you got assholes like that making comments like that, how do you feel about that? I feel like... There's a couple components. A, this guy should get the shit slapped out of him. B, his pop should get the shit slapped I out of him. I fucking hate his pop. And C, his little brother should get the shit slapped don't out know of him. <laughs> don't know who he is, but he probably should too. So that's all I got to say about that. Because, like, I just feel like I can do the knowledge and respect artists from generations long before my time. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's not about, oh, I wasn't born yet. Like... New battery. Is it still going? Just went to sleep, yo. So yeah, end of the day, there's no excuse. Fuck you, Lonzo Ball. Fucking thirsty ass scumbag trying to stay relevant by any means necessary. Um, yeah. Um, 
If you haven't, I'm sure like everybody listening to the show has probably seen it online, like this guy saying it or whatever. I don't know, like whether it was an interview or a, a press conference, or whatever. But uh, I, I was happy when I saw Michael Rappaport's video in response to that. Did you, did you see that shit? I, I be seeing that he has my videos. I don't take the time to watch. He's fucking honest. hilarious, man. Yeah. Like I fuck with that dude. I remember back in the day, this guy being on Rock and Jock, and I'm like, who the fuck is Michael Rappaport? <laughs> But he's, I mean, like, he's been in mad shit. He's yeah. been in mad nah, shit. Nah, he's definitely a, a, a talented actor and, like, a hood advocate. Yeah, definitely. And that, that's why I fuck with him. And, and and then just, like, hearing him stand up for that type of shit, like, cool, cool as fuck. But I don't remember exactly what he said, but he pretty much, I, I wish he could have said this to Lonzo Ball's face. And I, I would have loved to seen that dude's reaction. But uh, back to Nas. So... We, we just discussed it was written. We bottled that. Definitely both agreed on five bottles for that. Um, it got four in the source, ladies and gentlemen. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was four and a half. Nah, straight four. All right. So uh, I'm pretty sure I am got three and a half in the source. And you said four on that? Yeah, I'd give it four. I, I would go four on that too. So that now brings us to Nostradamus. Um, if you thought it was written, got hated on. Me as a Nas fan, the first time I heard Nostradamus, <laughs> pissed. I thought it was a fucking joke. I don't remember. It was actually the first time I heard it was a sample. Again, this is back to the AOL dial-up days on ColumbiaRecords.com. Uh, it was like a 30-second sample. I thought this shit was a joke. First of all, I'm like, all right. It's been less than a year since I Am has dropped. This guy's dropping another album. And this 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 is your lead single? Like, is this a fucking joke? Nostradamus? Yes. I like to this day, I fuck with anything Nas does, but that goddamn song, what were you thinking? <laughs> what he says is actually decent though. I couldn't even get past it. But do you remember the United Front Movement 2000 mixtape? <laughs> no. Oh, and he, no one listening does either. Yeah, they probably don't, but that'll be a free download on ClickoVision.com. <laughs> Which um, is live. Yeah, Look out for Petty Bub's picture. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks like Tone Patrol. <laughs> But anyway, no, I, I did. I had the uh, the acapella for that, and I did a fucking crazy remix. But yeah, we'll put that online for the for the viewers and listeners. <laughs> I'm sure they're all clamoring, <laughs> feverishly typing in ClicoVision.com for that. Do it now. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about your remix, bud. But uh, <laughs> like Nostradamus, I felt like all right. The beat was soft as fuck. Um, the video was soft as fuck. His bars were decent. I was, like, not that pissed about it. When Omi Back came out, I was like, what the fuck? I thought that shit was hotter. Nah, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this I shit? thought that shit was way hotter than Nostradamus. But there there was some, like, mad hot songs, like we talked about a million times, Life We Chose. Yo, my favorite song Nas has ever done. Like, hands down. I would I would definitely put it in my top five. Number like, one. Uh, word for word, one of the realest songs I've ever heard in my life. Just to preface my comment, it was on a lot of e-pills when that album dropped. 
That was the night when what's his name was getting the light shined in his face, right? No, nah, no, nah, that was another night, and that was all dust, and that was frail. <laughs> Rest in peace to frail. He's still alive, but he died that oh, night. He, he died that night. I didn't night. know that dude kicked the bucket. Nah, nah, all right. he's still alive, but he died that <laughs> night. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that that what this guy says, and that is like the epitome of Nas to me that track you know what i mean he's just dropping and that's the shit and hove tried to shit on him like what you trying to kick knowledge but he was kicking knowledge yeah. yo absolutely absolutely that whole there was a lot of shit like the last words was all that shit right yep that was the shit with nation right yeah yep last shout words out to fucking nation this guy never amounted to shit but fucking had some teenage thug yo. yeah no he had some hot ass songs yeah, bars, definitely. I had a mixtape of his, which probably never really saw the surface at no, all. I know but, for a fact no one else had it. But it was fucking mad hot. Like, everything on there was ridiculous. So, that's the thing about this, uh, this Nas album is like, again, it's kind of like it was written, but clearly not as good. But it was the same concept where it's like, people heard the single, and was like, Nas sold out. Yep. But, go through the track list real quick. Some of Us Have Angels. Actually a fire song. Uh, Project Windows, Mad Hot. Come Get Me. That's your boy Primo, I believe, yeah. on the beat. And the, the, supposedly he was going out to uh, going at Cormega on that song. Shout out to Mega. Shout out Mega Mont. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Mega Montanya. Yeah. Shoot him up. Fire. I think that was. That was going at Mega too. Shout out to Mega. <laughs> Last words. Fire. Yeah. Family. Fire featuring yeah. the mob. Yo, Prodigy's verse. Fire. Dirty fingernails reaching in my pocket, pulling knots out. Like, this guy, <laughs> straight G shit. I yeah. fuck with it mad heavy. Yep, yep. God love us, fire. Yep. Quiet niggas, not that fire. Big girl, god awful. New world, oh my god. My mom used to listen to the, like the original of that song. The Africa, right? Yeah. Toto. I remember being in the casino in Montreal one time, and a live band started playing that shit, and I was mad busting out in the bars. Yo, I was loving it, loving it. What else we got? That's it on that album. Yeah, that's all that's worth mentioning. Fucking um, after that, Big Girl New World, You Owe Me, which is fire, uh, fire, trash, and the fire. album. <laughs> so yeah, overall, like again, at the moment it dropped, it's like, yo, this sucks. Who is this person? I give this shit 3.5. Well, is it, is it, I was going to say 3.5 too, but the thing is, is music has gotten so bad that it, it created a new appreciation for shit like that. I, my whole thing is like, if you would have got rid of fucking the Africa song, You Owe Me and Big Girl, if you would have just ended it at like 10 tracks, you're a five big models. girl now. Listen, Fully grown with your hormones now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That took away a bottle by itself. So the first 10 songs, Life We Chose, Nostradamus, Some of Us Has the Angels, Project Windows, Come Get Me, Shoot Em Up, Last Words, Family, God Love Us. You stop it there, five bottles, yo. Literally. So what's next, Stillmatic? Yeah. Five. Classic five. Five bottles, yo. With the exception of Braveheart Party, which was actually left off the album because Mary J was about to fucking kill somebody over that shit. Thank God. But, um, 
Nah, uh, after the whole fucking beef, we're not even going to go into depth about that because we've done it so many times. We'll probably just end up doing an episode based solely on that in the near future, but... um, Braveheart Party is on the album, though. Yeah, it was left off. It made the album and then on the original pressing, and then they took it off because it was some sort of business thing that Mary J wasn't feeling. Uh, Fucking bitch. Shout out to Mary, though. But, um... Yeah, obviously, like... He came back after the, the battle the way he was supposed to. Oh, you know what? It looks like... Mad of them shits were left off still Matic. That's why we heard them shits from the lost tapes. It looks like No Ideas Original, Gotta Love It, My Way, Make It Last, Do Rags were all on like featured on still, like should have been on still Matic. So we probably heard them shits on mixtapes around the time that Lost tapes came out, was it in between still Matic and Godson or? Still Matic dropped in 01. I feel like Lost Tapes Still dropped ma- in like 04 or some shit, like mad late. Yeah. The Godson came out the year after Stillmatic, right? Uh, oh, Lost Tapes actually dropped in 02. So. That was probably in between the two then. Yo, and that's the other thing. Like, Stillmatic's five bottles, we can all discuss that. Godson worse than uh, Nostradamus. Hands down. Hands uh, fucking I don't know. There was down. Uh, there was some fire on there. Get down was ridiculous. I re- I remember being high as fuck, driving that, around that with helped. Nooch, driving around with Nooch in the back roads behind Hooker Avenue, blasting that shit when it first came out. And I remember hearing Get Down for the first time, loving it. And then uh, the cross came on after that. That hook had me fucking bugging out. Yeah, that was the weed. <laughs> song song. Um, zone out, trash. Hey Nas, trash. Hey Nas was horrible. Thugs Mansion, trash. Horrible. Yep. Um, dance, trash. That was a song to his mom. He, like that was some heartfelt shit. He just lost his mom, and this guy's just like Pops trash. Died, yo. <laughs> Melvin Flint. Syndrome, y'all. I would give this album three bottles, and that's just because I love Nas. I wouldn't be mad if somebody said two point five. I'll go. With, I'll, I'll go with fucking. What did you say? Three bottles, pond them for the people. Them. Right, right, I'll go with three point five on that. Yeah. Fuck that, y'all. That shit was trash, y'all. There, there was one song that was mad hot towards the end of it. And yeah, like Warrior song with Alicia Keys was hot. There was another one too. I think Heaven it was Lakey actually, the Kid. Yeah, that was a uh, revolutionary warfare. Yeah, yeah. Eh. And then the uh, the the song that Alchemist produced, the fucking my rhyme book of rhymes. That shit sucked. It sucked, yo. but it was a, it was a cool concept because it was something different than eh, anybody's different ever done. Different always good. Shit, trash, y'all. So it's a Travis Scott band. Fucks with Travis. Uh, what was the next one? The double album. He did end up dropping the double album. Yep. Um, Streets Disciple. That shit was actually, yo, it should have just been one album, though, yo. Yeah, there there was a handful of bullshit that could have been cut cut out of it. A lot of bullshit. I liked how he, like, morphed his voice and shit to do, uh... Yeah. It was like two songs that joined into each other, right? It it was like... And then he, he, he freaked the Streets Disciple theme into naming one of the drug dealers like Saiku or some shit remember that shit yeah so Saiku story yeah 
So uh, it it was a solid album, but it shouldn't have been two fucking. There discs. There, there was one song uh, I forgot what it was called, but it had uh, Khalees talking at the beginning. We were talking about oh, if I could give you one more opportunity to like. Uh, oh yeah, the cheat cheating and shit. That that shit was mad hot. That Yo. beat was ridiculous. Yeah, what the? I don't remember what one that was. And then Thief's theme. That shit was hard. That was not on this album. It was a bonus track on it. It was supposed to be the lead single, and then it wasn't. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do see a list of here. Yo, no bullshit, though. Me and you was fucking fire. I'm trying to remember. Dedicated to his daughter. He was, like, singing to her, but I felt the beat mad. It was, like, mad emotional and the, I and didn't the, have the, kids the, back then. The Just the Moment shit was mad hot, too. Yeah, was that on this? Yeah, we're fucking Quan. Shout out to Quan. This guy was my MySpace friend. Mine too. I was sending him <laughs> beats and shit. Nazareth Savage, this guy killed this shit. Yeah, yo. They, there was a handful of bangers on there. This guy there really said, was. I got um bitches that blow cum bubbles like bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy killed that track. Live Now was fired. That's where the yep. bitch had like AIDS or some shit, yep. right? Um, just a moment. Fucking Streets Disciples, Fire Virgo, worst song he's ever yeah, done. Yeah, pretty terrible. But yeah, Bridging the Gap, terrible. I just saw that. They were playing that in a movie that I saw the other day. I forgot what. Oh, the fucking Creed movie. I was sitting in ClecoVision Studios running up my data. Shout out <laughs> ClecoVision Studio 677 Dutchess Terrifying Suite 307 Poughkeepsie, New York 12603. $30 an hour for fucking studio time. Podcast Word. packages starting at eighty dollars a month, but uh, Word. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, bridging the gap was uh, they were playing in the fucking Creed movie. Seen that shit a million times, but had to watch it again because it's great. And um, yeah, so what were we talking about? The uh, streets aside, well, I give it three point five. Can't go much higher. Mad bullshit. Virgo alone is a full bottle that gotta come off. How? I'll go with a 3.52 on that. Yeah, that should... Honestly, man, that shit should not have been a double album. He was forcing the issue with that. You know, I... Uh, yeah, we'll keep it at 3.5. Fuck out of here. All right, what was next? Uh, hip-hop is dead. I wasn't even really, like, fucking with this album. There was a man. lot of hot shit on there. There definitely was. Like, uh... <laughs> like... I don't know. The song with Kanye. Uh, oh, still dreaming. Yeah, classic. Yep. Um, Black Republican classic. Yep. Hip hop is dead. Yeah. No, that, and the thing I didn't like about that was the fact that they recycled the Thief theme sample, and it was Will I Am who did it. I don't yeah. even know why that guy had any involvement in Nas's career in any way, Very shape, or good form. Question. But he should probably shuck on this dick. I'm giving it no more than three bottles. And I don't even want to discuss it. I'll go three and a half on it. I'll go three and a half on it. There, there were, there were some decent songs on there. Um, and that brings us to what now? The Are we untitled gonna the N or whatever it is. Untitled. I literally to this day have never heard it. Never have. Never will. I mean, I heard the whole thing. Um, definitely out of all the Nas albums. The least listened to. Um, the the single "Hero" with Carrie Hilson I thought was a, a, a really good song. The only problem with it was it was like 
way too different than anything this guy's ever done. It really wasn't him, but it was it was still a hot song. Um, and they actually exposed the producer, I think it was Polo the Don, for um, the sample in that he... Uh, it was a demo on whatever keyboard he was using. Yeah, but Swizzy did that back in the day, too. Oh, on the down-bottom shit. <laughs> I give Swizzy a pass on that shit. I don't give Polo the Don a pass on shit because I haven't heard anything else from this guy ever. Polo the Don did throw some Ds on that bitch. <laughs> Which, in itself, classic. But, uh, yeah, so fuck that album. I'm not rating it. What would you rate it? I'll go three on that one. That'll probably be... That, that to me, is the worst Nas album. Uh, all right, so then it, after that, it was like a stretch of nothing, right? For four years, I think. That was until um, Life is Good came out, right? I feel like it was longer, because that shit dropped in like, oh, six. I feel like right now, since Life is Good came out, this is the longest stretch Nas has ever gone without doing an album. Uh, that Life is Good dropped in like 2012, I feel like. And what was that, 2008, 2009? This was 2008. Yeah, so I was like four years. Uh, yeah, Life is Good was definitely 2012. And definitely a five bottle. Oh, we forgot Distant Relative. Oh, Damian Marley? Never heard it. Never will. Honestly, like, I I, I did he hear... Th- <laughs> I he heard is. the whole album. It was pretty hot. It was pretty hot. Like, I, I can't remember enough about it to really, truly give it a legitimate bottle count. But there was some fire on there. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, fast forward. Uh, life is good. <laughs> uh, five bottles on five that. Five bottles, egg. not even a question. And it, it's funny because we had a huge falling out for years, and that kind of was the album that brought us back, like, in cahoots again, right? Yeah, and that's also the album that actually made me want to do music again. Yeah, we were both, like, we both took a break. Uh, we weren't talking for years, and we ran into one another, and then I'm like, yo, did you hear that new Nas album? You're like, nah. I'm like, you need to hear it. And fucking I definitely remember telling you like yeah I'm about to just sell all my records yo. Yeah I remember that Sell yep. my MP And then I heard that album I was like yo there's This conversation hope. took place in CVS You were definitely probably did. working there at the time <laughs> Definitely took place in CVS Um It was kind of awkward cause it was actually like I was in there getting pre- pictures printed out Cause my mom had passed away remember that shit Yep yep And so I ran into this guy and uh, shit was kind of awkward in general just because we didn't really speak for like four or five years. Five years. Uh, so yeah. And then I, I don't know. I was definitely like not even fucking with like hip hop at that point in time. I was like, that, fuck that album shit. brought us to where we are today. Hands down. 100. Five bottles. But <laughs> Six <laughs> bottles. Let, let, let's, let's go through the track list on that though. Like, I feel like everything... there Was there actually a weak song on there? Even the bonus tracks were fucking fire. I'm pulling up right now, so you can just continue to suck it off if you'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what this track list is. He means the album, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Locomotive Fire, produced by No ID. Uh, the whole thing was, wasn't it? Nah. Queen Story was produced by Salon Remy. Accident Murderers, 
no ID, daughters, no ID fire. So it looks like a lot of, so that was Salon, uh, no ID. Reaching out, mad hot featuring Mary. Yeah. World in Addiction was fire. My, that's my Anthony favorite Hamilton. song off the album. Mine is actually Stay, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Uh, Summer on Smash, Swiss Beats, which I'll, I'll throw on every that, that, song. That was the Braveheart party <laughs> of, of that album, but it was mad hot. Hell Shout out to yeah. Miguel. You wouldn't understand, fire. Yep. Back when, no yep. ID on the track fire. That, that was like memory lane. Yep. The Don produced by Heavy D, rest in peace. Th- see, that was a lead single off the album, but I didn't. That was, I would say that was probably the weakest uh, song on that album to me. Uh, I just didn't get it. Yeah, it, it probably honestly. Well, that and Accident Murderers, honestly. I didn't think Ross deserved a spot on the Nas album. Nah. There was one song that was left off that album, which was mad hot. I forgot what it was, but they had a video for it and everything. It was supposed to be the main single off of it. Yeah, I don't know, but my shit is stay. Nasty was the name of it. Okay. That shit was hot. Yeah, my favorite shit is stay. And I actually like Cherry Wine, too. Cherry Wine is mad hot. Amy Winehouse. Yep, that shit was mad hot. Um... The bonus tracks on there, there was that Roses shit that was mad hot. I don't even remember that shit. And he had a, he had a song t- uh, talking about the whole fucking thing with Khalees too, which was mad hot. That, they did a video for it and that everything. That one that Bye Baby? Bye Baby, yeah, yeah. That was actually produced by Drake's producer. Fucking 40. Figures. And Salam Remy, actually. Mad people on that shit. Aaron Hall made an appearance on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you knew him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was Aaron Hall, though. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a definite five bottler right there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, Classic. Here, here we are waiting for the next fucking go around. You might as well just quit, yo. You're not going to top that, I don't think. I Honestly, if he just left the game now, I'd be content. But... Honestly, I didn't think Hove would drop another classic album. I thought he might try to like keep up with the trends and do some bullshit. And that 444 is pretty fire. So there's hope for Nas. There is. Like like I said, I, I wouldn't be mad if he just called it quits. But you, it's going to be hard to top that album. But if you're going to come out, you have to. And I think that's why it's been five years. Yeah, you can't put out no bullshit. At this stage of the game. And I guarantee you this guy's probably been in the studio like, how much shit has changed in music in the past five years? Should I do this? Should I not do But that's that? the thing. If he's listening, which he follows the show. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nas. Yeah. <laughs> Go lock in with no ID like Hove did. Get back. Nah, there. fuck that. We got Clico Vision Media Group. Come over here. We, got, we do you. got beats for sale. All Nine rate. bottle album. All rates are negotiable. down. Um, but yeah, we just need classic shit, man. Don't try to keep up with trends. And we'll even get a bitch singing on your hook for fucking eight (laughs) fifty. Oh shit! Yo, before we start recording this show today, there was a fucking female who came in here. I'm spilling. She she came in here. Shout out to you. Shout her out, yo. Nah, I'm not. Name names, yo. (laughs) I'm at that bitch, yo. (laughs) I don't think she got any of that, but. She was trying to charge another uh, up-and-coming producer 850 for a fucking appearance, and this bitch hasn't appeared on shit. All right, well, shout-out to producer, at least. Let him get some publicity. Fucking Jay Barton. Shout-out to Jay. 
Yeah. Luckily, I strolled in later. That bitch would have had a fucking rude awakening. And I mean real life ravishing Rick Rude, twist her around, and fucking neck break her. And then God. put your fucking hands behind your head and start fucking... <laughs> start gyrating. <laughs> yo, you know what that reminds me of? Rest in peace, Bobby the Brain Heenan, yo. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. died yeah, yeah. the other day, yo. I thought he was dead like five years ago. <laughs> It's official now. Rest Yo. in peace of a weasel. <laughs> Yo, how, how, why do wrestlers and people affiliated with wrestlers keep dying? Uh, do you remember Mortis from WCW? Nah. <laughs> Hell no. You remember uh, Canyon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was a homo, though. Check this out. All right. So, <laughs> I got a story for this. The first this guy banged Mortis. <laughs> This guy banged Mortis. <laughs> the first fucking CVS I worked at in Sunnyside, Queens, I'm sitting there taking in a, a delivery. And there's some muscle-bound dude holding another muscle-bound dude's hand walking down the street. What the fuck? Like, literally wearing the leotard and everything. Straight up. Uh, what do they call them shits? I guess probably leotard. <laughs> Singlet. So wrestling singlet. My manager at the time, his name was Farouk. And this guy used to say Mon after everything because we had a Jamaican dude who worked with us and we used to just make fun of him and call everybody Mon. So we're sitting there doing our thing, like working and whatnot, and then these dudes hand in hand come walking down to the street and we both look at each other as they're passing. This dude's like, What the fuck, Mon? <laughs> guy would have beat the living shit out Yo, of these you, dudes were both like 6'5", six, 6'8", six, hand in hand. And then a week later, I find out that fucking Canyon committed suicide in his apartment in Sunnyside, Queens. I'm like, yo, I just saw that dude a week ago walking down the street. Jesus Christ. Rest in peace to Canyon, Fucking yo. Mortis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that seems like the perfect way to end this fucking non-episode. <laughs> no music involved. Yo, listen, man. If you don't know Nas's tracks, man, go fucking mortish yourself, yo. <laughs> With a dude in hand. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Romeo and Juliet shit. Go. Fucking Romeo and Romeo. Yo, go mortish yourself, yo. <laughs> Like, word. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we gonna play that they don't know? You know what I mean? Like, no, you know, this is what we're gonna do. This is gonna be this episode. When we come up on a week where we got fucking no ideas on an episode to do, I'm just gonna throw a Nas mix out there that is like the sequel to this shit. All right, fair enough. So. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we back in the building. Like we said, our new building is Clico Vision Media Group. Um, you know, we got whatever the fuck you need, yo. Graphic design, studio time, podcasting, photography, video editing. Or, um, fucking... Literally everything. You need hoes? We got them, too. Sky <laughs> Parking lot pimping, yo. Yeah. So... You know what I'm saying? And it's reasonable, too. Get your bread together before you come here, but it's still reasonable. So, yeah, man. Like, we back.